WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell didn't show up today either. My instinct tells me he's going the distance. He's going for speed. Let's think about the victims. Let's think about those who drafted Lev Bell in the first round of their fantasy league. I pray for them. I pray for their families. I pray for David Spade. Ben said the O-line is more important than Bell and more important than Ben, too. So the spin has started. Oh boy, is this great. Ha! This is the Mark Madden Show. The city's ablaze. The town's on fire. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Or you can follow me on Twitter at MarkMaddenX. I'm sure all of you hate Lev Bell just as much as I love him. But he's within his rights to do this. The Steelers could have given him what he wants. The Steelers didn't. The franchise tag is servitude. Bell is doing nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I'm in Lev's corner. I'm all about the rights of the American working man. Because that's what I am, and that's who I care about. You know what Lev could do? He could show up Friday or Saturday... And that way he'd get paid, but not play on Sunday. That would be kind of petty. Tom Petty. But if that happens, the Steelers shouldn't have a problem, because at least Bell would be signed. The Steelers could use a roster exemption and not pay Bell this week or next. But why cause further aggravation? Now we get to see how good James Conner is. And he's going to be fine against Cleveland. Right now for this week, the worst part about Bell not showing is that it becomes the pervasive topic about the team and around the team. It's a distraction that reloads every single week until Bell shows up. If I'm Mike Tomlin, I don't make Connor the workhorse on Sunday. I use Samuels a lot too. Connor isn't proven, not in this job. Not at this level, so give both guys a shot. This is definitely a distraction, and it's definitely going to hurt the Steelers. Primarily because Bell is such a great back, but beyond that too, all the questions. The Cleveland game now looms as a challenge because the Browns are going to smell some blood and sense vulnerability, and even if the Browns stick again, right now they're 0-0, and they might not really know it yet. Don't forget this about the Bell situation. There's no negotiating. Bell either comes in and plays under the tag, or he doesn't. The Steelers just released a statement moments ago 
They're not going to respond to what Bell's agent said earlier today, Adisa Bakari. Adisa has their number if he wants to call and talk, but, but that's misleading because there's nothing to talk about. Uh, Lev Bell's agent spoke to the NFL Network, Adisa Bakari. We got that sound bite right here queued up. Bakari sure makes it sound like Bell will be holding out for the long term. Here's Adisa Bakari on the NFL Network. What is your plan moving forward then? Because you can't work out a long-term deal. And if, if he's not going to be there for each of the 16 games this season, there, there's going to be money that's left on the table. So what is the plan moving forward for Le'Veon Bell? I'll answer that question with a question. Because you know very well uh, you know Brady and Bruce, and I'm not obviously going to discuss our plan publicly, but I'll answer the question or, or attempt to with a question. What would the goal, you're Kevin Colbert, you're Mike Tomlin, and you possibly have a once-in-a-generation player for one more season. What would your plan be? Well, I can understand that from the team's perspective. I would. No, you do, how, I, I, yeah. What would what would you do? I would use with that as hypothetical much, player. I would use use them as much as possible to make sure that we have the best possible chance of of winning that Super Bowl. And obviously, him okay. touching the football, running and catching, is big. But that doesn't answer the question of what you guys are, what's your plan moving forward. Oh, I mean, I think if, you know, you can read in between those lines. Is this for the entire season, though, or just up until Week 10? When we find out. I think Mike Tomlin said it best yesterday. He'll get there when he's there, and, and we'll address those issues when he arrives. So, so just, and, and Adisa, I, I want to kind of sum up because we're going to run out of time in a minute, but it sounds like you're saying in an effort to protect himself for real free agency, he's going to limit the time with the Steelers. You said, I'll ask you a question with a question. So we'll read between the lines. You joined us over the summer and said the plan was the same as last year. Do you mind me asking you what's changed other than maybe no, that no. mindset? No, I said no. Uh, again, if memory serves me, I said Le'Veon had that as every intention to make this the best season of his career. That has not changed. That's his intention, to make this the best statistical season of his career. Well, again, you know, with all due respect to Disa, my question to you was, will the plan be the same? And you, your response was, barring something unexceptional, yes. This is a different plan, is it not? Well, then they... That was basically a whole lot of nothing. But I'm going to read between the lines. We're going to see Lev Bell for week 11. Boy, this town is going to hate Lev Bell. And probably does already. They shouldn't, but they do. And it's going to get worse. So we're going to talk about Lev Bell a lot today. And really every day from now until he reports. Like I said, this is the topic when it comes to Steelers. It reloads every single day. The Steelers are always knee-deep in horse manure. Always chaos, always turmoil, and it makes you really long for the start of hockey, which isn't that far away. With the Penguins, all you got to worry about, don't they got too many centers? But at least they all show up. Terry Bradshaw ripped Mike Tomlin again. Bradshaw said that Tomlin's not my kind of coach. Uh, I'll be honest, Tomlin isn't my kind of coach either. He lacks discipline. His teams are too often in chaos, too often unfocused. There's no doubt Tomlin's teams have underachieved in the playoffs recently, and last year is an example. Tomlin mangled that. 
But Bradshaw tends to go overboard. I mean, Tomlin isn't Chuck Knoll. We get it. No one is. But Terry mostly hated Knoll, too. It's like Bradshaw is determined to do everything he can to alienate himself from Pittsburgh. Uh, people are playing the race card. As in Bradshaw said it because Tomlin is black. Well, if you want to wonder that, can we also wonder about why Tomlin kept Dobbs over Jones? I'm not wondering about either. I disagree with Bradshaw's over-criticism of Tomlin and with Tomlin keeping Dobbs. But I think Bradshaw's opinion and Tomlin's decision are both founded in judgment and not race. Uh, we haven't talked much about the Pitt-Penn State game. Uh, it's a weird circumstance. It's maybe the last ever game in Pittsburgh between Pitt and Penn State. And I sense people resent that more than they're excited about it. Pitt is favored by, excuse me, Pitt is in no way favored. Penn State is favored by nine and a half points. So the bookies think it's a bit of a mismatch. So the game is sold out, but I don't sense the buzz. People are looking forward to the tailgating and the ancillary stuff, but maybe not the game. Uh, Penn State just has much better personnel than Pitt. Compare the quarterbacks, Trace McSorley to Kenny Pickett, and that is all the people need to know. I got a few tweets that accused me of being happy that Bell didn't show. More than a few, actually. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, how could I not be happy? This is sports talk nirvana. I feel stupid and contagious. But I do think Bell is within his rights to do what he's doing. He won't be arrested. I can't wait to see which of his teammates rips Bell first. Foster kind of danced around the edges, uh, sent out a tweet with Le'Veon as Where's Waldo. I think up till now it's been Bell's business. But once you start missing games, that's different. I hope Antonio Brown rips him. That would be hilarious because in the same position, I could easily imagine Antonio Brown doing the same thing. Again, this is where you got to love hockey and the Penguins because with hockey and the Penguins, you're not always knee-deep in horse manure. we got a wonderful show planned for you today. Tim Benz at 4.15. Dejan Kovacevic at 5.30. It's going to be all bell all the time. Just about. You know what's cropping up? We'll get to this later in the show. Yinzer attitude. Now it looks like Bell's going to miss games. I'm getting a lot of Yinzer attitude. Bell should just show up for work. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Who's Bell think he is? He's a grown man playing a game. I hate these greedy football guys. I'd play for free. Yinzer attitude. You got to love it. 105.9 The X. Mark Madden. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Doing really well. Everything I hear from him is just some of the most insightful stuff. And did you take off your pants? The X at 105.9. Going to be interesting to see uh, how the Steelers' offense functions without Le'Veon Bell. It certainly becomes a lot easier to defend, especially when it comes to Ben having a quality target out of the backfield because Connor is not that, certainly nowhere near Bell's level. And the pass protection with Connor won't be as good as it was with Bell either. Uh, the Steelers are favored by three and a half points at Cleveland. That's down from seven. 
That's the difference with Bell not reporting. I think Cleveland will cover. Cleveland's going to score points. It's going to be a tight game. Tyrod Taylor is a solid quarterback. They got Njoku, that six foot four tight end. Those words should be scary to Steeler fans. Six foot four and tight end. Second year guy, first round draft pick. Jarvis Landry is going to have a date. Gordon and Callaway are wild cards at receiver. You never know if they're going to show up or will they be holding if they do. So Cleveland is going to score some points. And on defense, they got fast linebackers. I'm curious to see who covers Antonio Brown. They got that rookie corner from Ohio State. Uh, Denzel Ward went fourth overall. Brown should light him up if that's the matchup, but Ward has the tools for sure. The Steelers are going to be rusty. A lot of guys haven't practiced a lot. Pittsburgh wins, but it's going to be a game. I think Cleveland covers. I think it might be a backdoor cover, but I think the final score will be close. Uh, Maybe the Steelers will be looking ahead to New England in the playoffs. Has Tomlin said that yet for for this year? Uh, 412-333-9939 is the number to call up. we played that soundbite from Adisa Bakari. Here's something he said on NFL Live, specifically about the potential workload for Bell, who, let's not forget, had 406 touches last season. Bakari said, quote, he's going to do the things necessary to protect his value long term, unquote. And to me, that just screams week 11. Uh, you know one of the dumbest things Mike Tomlin ever did? was when he fairly boasted back when, when the Steelers had Willie Parker, when he fairly boasted that he was going to run Parker till the wheels fell off. And Parker had two years in a row where he had like 350 touches. That's still 50 shy of what Bell had last year. Parker had those two years in a row where he had these huge workloads. And then two years later, he's out of the league. Tomlin literally did run Parker until the wheels fell off. And that quote has followed him around ever since. And I'm assuming that Bakari and Bell are familiar with it. Uh, we'll go over uh, that that debacle. That uh, Again, Tomlin saying that, putting that out there on the record, it's definitely come back to haunt him. Not that Bakari and Bell needed to be told that, to be reminded after Bell got 406 touches last year. But why would you say about an asset, we're going to run him till the wheels fall off? Doing it's one thing, saying it's another. And it really does show how Tomlin's kind of, you know, for a player's coach, kind of callous and indifferent when it comes to what benefits the players as opposed to what benefits the team. That said, I want him to do what's best for the team. I don't care if anybody's wheels fall off, but to be dumb enough to say that, yikes. Uh, Nike has doubled down on Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I saw the big TV ad. I guess it's going to premiere tomorrow during the uh, NFL opener, but I saw it on Twitter. Uh 
<laughs> just do it. It's a just do it ad and about all the the success stories. It calls Serena Williams the best athlete ever, which she is nowhere near, by the way. Nowhere near. She's not even the most significant women's tennis player ever. Uh, that would be Billie Jean King. Serena Williams may be the best, but Billie Jean King will forever be more significant because she got the women equality. Serena Williams just played good tennis. Yeah, she's from Compton, and she conquered insurmountable odds, but Billie Jean King got the women equal. And she got them equal back in the 70s when that was unheard of, women being equal. Anyway, I, I, I digress. Uh, you can check out the Kaepernick ad on Twitter. Trump doesn't like it, so that's one good thing. Can you imagine any other president in history commenting on a shoe ad? Because I can't. I, I don't think Abraham Lincoln did, that's for sure. Uh, some sad news to report. This is a guy that you've never heard of, but... The first ever Penguins captain passed away today. Ab McDonald, he was a winger, longtime NHL player. Uh, he was 82 years old. Uh, I saw him play. I just don't remember because I was so young. But uh, think about the lineage in the captaincy of the Penguins that Ab McDonald started. And think about the team the Penguins became uh, dating from that first year of the franchise in which Ab McDonald wore the C, and uh, I hope that he knew he certainly had a lot to be proud of in what this club accomplished based on the start he helped give. So Ab McDonald, RIP, much respect. We're going to talk more about Adisa Bakari and the notion that Bell is sitting out because he knew the workload would be huge and he doesn't want the season to wear him out before free agency. What are your thoughts? Is that okay? Does he have the right to feel that way? He certainly has the right. Like I said, ain't nobody getting arrested. He's not under contract. He's not an employee. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, uh, Mark, second time caller. I love the show. I'd like to talk to Mark about Mark Andre Furry. Pay attention, dumb skull, and talk. The X at 105.9. Tim Benz joins me at 4.15. That's just after Steelers' media availability, which is going on even as we speak. I'm sure Tim will have some interesting nuggets to report to us from the Steelers' locker room in the wake of Le'Veon Bell not showing up again today. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reports that Lev Bell is not expected to play week one. With all due respect to Jeremy, I think that's one we could have figured out by ourselves. I don't think we're going to see the guy anytime soon. I have been saying I expect to see Bell week 11. So we can get in the minimum, the six games, and burn the year off his contract to get to free agency. I have changed my prediction. The Steelers have a bye week, week seven. Say so we will see Bell week 12. This really is great. This reloads every day. It's a topic every day. Every day, y'all are going to get a bit more pissed off. Every time the Steelers going to lose a game, you're going to blame Lev Bell. Oh, this is a wonderful circumstance for the sports talk industry. I really could not be more pleased. It is. 
more than anything that's happened in recent memory. It is what's best for business. Uh, we're going to play that soundbite again from Bell's agent in just a little bit. Uh, look at it from the agent's point of view and from Le'Veon Bell's point of view. You're going into free agency at the end of the year. Do you want 400 touches? Tell me the upside of 400 touches if you're going to free agency this coming offseason. Let's go to Bill in Greensburg. Bill, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Yes, hi. Uh, first of all, my premise is that the Steelers should sign Bell and give him what at least what he wants. To it's work too late up. to do that. They are barred I'm from the... I'm not so sure. No, 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 no. Okay, this is where you need to listen. Okay, go ahead. Tell me why you think it can happen. Okay, well, first of all, if if, if I'm wrong on that premise, then... you know, my No, no, no. Tell me why you think you're right on that premise. Okay, number one, I think that, first of all, the... The outrage on social media. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off because you're wasting time. Once he got franchised and passed a certain date, there was no negotiating. Now he either plays for the tag or he doesn't play at all. Well, then I think they should talk him into playing the tag. How do you talk him into it? With the promise of next, of of negotiating. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'd trust him to give give in and give him what? Come on, bro, bro, don't be stupid. In fact, you've been stupid too long on my dime. See you later. Lev, if you come and play, we promise we'll take care of you. Shut up. Let's go to Rick and Aspenwall. Rick, you're on with Double M. Rick, are you there? Guess not. Let's go to Ryan and the... Rick, are you there? I can't hear him. Let's go to Ryan in the car. Ryan, you're on with Double M. If Lev Bell decides to come back week 12... Could we put him on the pop list and screw him over for the year? Or- oh, okay, okay. Why would you want to screw him over for the year? Like Kid for Tad is an angry Steelers fan. Uh, uh, like. Okay, oh, gee, good thing you're not the GM. What good would that do the Steelers, angry Steelers fan? No, it wouldn't do them any good. It's just people are angry about it. Is there like a way to y- get You know what? Believe me. Believe me when I – believe me. The Steelers don't care that you're angry. Lev Bell doesn't care that you're angry. Nobody cares that you're angry. And revenge politics aren't how you win at football. You see, that's one thing I did fear when Lev didn't show up again today. Because whenever a situation like this comes up that makes the Inzer Nation angry, you turn stupid. And it doesn't take long. Uh, Marquise Ponce just had an interesting quote about the absence of Lev Bell, at this point it's bigger than business. No, it's not. Not to Lev Bell, it's not. Marquise Bonsi, and I like the guy. He's grown up a lot since becoming a Steeler, but he's been full of crap on this one all the way through. Oh, he's going to show up Monday. Oh, he's going to show up Wednesday. And, and now it's bigger than business? Not to Lev, it's not. When it comes to talking business, my advice to Marquise Ponce is to mind your own. Let's talk to Dominic and Brent with Dominic. You're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I was wondering, can Le'Veon Bell still be drug tested while he's not playing with the Steelers right now? No, he cannot. He is not an employee. He is not uh, included in the NFL drug testing agreement. Do you think that's a tactic on his part not to come back until he's clean? No. 
Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you. I think this is about protecting his body and avoiding 400 touches and being that much more attractive in the draft. Let's go to Ken in the car. Ken, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I, I really think the reason for him to take 400 touches is uh, $8.8 million in the games that he would miss. Um, I think at his age and with the way running backs by committee are done across the league, he's leaving that money on the table that he'll never get back. I, I agree you know? with you, but but I see his way of thinking too, don't you? I, I just think if we're thinking long-term financially, I, I think this is more a respect play than a financial play. I mean, the money is there. You might be right thing. about that. You might be right about that. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I think Lev Bell just figures like he's been screwed over constantly, and now he's going to do some screw it himself. I, I think he might be right on that. And don't you understand his frustration, brah? I mean, look at all the guys that got paid. Everybody got paid but him. I, I do, but I think it was really two years ago, and I think the number that he was looking for at that time was was high at that time. But now, Yeah, but then Todd Gurley got it, and then some. Exactly. I, I think in light of this year... It, it, that number looks reasonable now, um, and it, like I said, I think he's got the upper hand, and if he wants to put the screws to the Steelers, basically... Well, no, he's pride. not really putting the screws to the Steelers. Well, yeah, like we just talked about, maybe that's part of it, but he wants to protect his body for free agency, and he knows Tomlin's going to give him 400 touches. He knows it, and he doesn't want that. And once you sign that tender, you have to take all the touches they tell you to. And I don't think Lev wanted to put himself in a position where he was turning down work while he was at work. You can turn down work when you're not at work. You just can't turn down work when you're at work. Let's go to a Steve in the car. Steve, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How's it going today? Terrific. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with Bell. Uh, no, uh, I'm sure a lot of Pittsburgh Nation does not. Uh, but, yeah, he has to protect himself. Uh, Pittsburgh played around too much. Uh, the TBA that, of course, all the players agreed to has really uh, messed up how the league is. Well, well no, I, now, 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 don't get me wrong. I would have reported to get the 855K per game. And I would have signed that five-year deal worth $70 million when the Steelers offered it to Bell, although I know it was very light on the guaranteed money. But, but I support his right to do this. There is nothing wrong with what he's doing. Not even one single little thing wrong with it. And if the Steelers don't like it, well, they had the option to give Bell what he wanted. Although I would not have given Bell what he wanted. I agree. It's a tough position for both, but uh, I see Bell's point in this. Let's go to Corey on Route 79. Corey, you're on double M. What's up? Hey, I agree with a lot of what's being said. Lev Bell has every right to do this. I think what's to lose is the eight and a half million. I think it's significant. He's one injury away from not making that. If, if he sits out the 10 games, you mean? Correct. Right. I agree. But I also see his point. Again, you, you can respect somebody's right to do what he's doing and disagree with it in terms of what you would do, what I would do. I would show up and get the money. Now, what if the Steelers next year, because we are assuming he's entering free agency, what if the Steelers say, let him sit out 10 games the next year, franchise him again, get this dude for half the money, back end of the season plus the playoffs? 
That's well, first off, the franchise tag next you. year. Well, but you don't. It's not about revenge. Don't be dumb, bro. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. But that's what other people are saying, and that would make this. They would pay happen, him seventeen point five mil next year if they franchised him a third time. Plus, Correct. don't you pro-rated, think prorated for six don't, games? Don't you think this has gone on long enough? It's crazy. It is. I it's really insane. think they should have never. They should have never franchised. I really think had the Steelers known he was going to no show week one with the potential for no-showing until Week 12, I think they would have traded him. I really do believe the Steelers would have traded him. Let's go to Dan in the car. Dan, you're on with Double M. Hi, Mark. I just had a question because I'm not sure how it all works. Um, My question is, is you can pretty much assume that Lev doesn't want to win a Super Bowl with the Steelers or he'd have reported well, I don't think he no. wants to win a Super Bowl, period. I don't think that's a priority with him. I think if it happened, it would be nice, but it is not very high up his totem pole. Right. So that being said, if the Steelers were to pull the franchise tag, other teams could offer him a contract, could they not? Yes. Would would the Steelers then get a pick from those teams, from the team that signed him? As compensation? No, I think that they would have to change the franchise tag to the transition tag, which would take away their exclusive negotiating rights. Get something out of it, uh, bro? They're just not going to do that. I mean, I mean, there probably is a way they could get something out of it. They're just not going to do that. Fair enough. I, I mean, I, I think they're going to wait till he shows up and make the best of it. Let's I, go I, to uh, Dan in the car. Dan, very, very quickly. Oh no, this is Alex in Bethel Park. Whoever's on the other end of the phone, start talking. Hey, what's up, Mark? What's up? Hey, so I remember about a week ago you mentioned his situation being like Kawhi Leonard, where he sits out the 10 games, come back, and tweaks, say he tweaks something. Team doctors say he's fine. His doctors say he's a no-go. Will he still be able to collect that money even if he says he's back on the team? If he signs the contract... And there is a dispute over whether he's able to play or not. I don't know. Maybe that could go to court. But I'll tell you this. Kawhi got paid every dime. Kawhi played nine games for San Antonio, got paid every cent for the season, and burned it off the contract. Right. All right. Thanks, man. I will will talk about that in detail at 4 p.m. Let's go to Pete in Colorado. Pete, you're on with Double M. Pete, you're on the air. Hey Mark, quick question. Hey, when, when does the uh, when does the drug testing component of this kick in? Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. No more drug calls. Goodbye. This has nothing to do with him trying to avoid drug testing. That's not to say I think him passing would be a sure thing after spending the summer in the studio with Wiz Khalifa, but uh, I'm not going to entertain that. Uh, this is a multi multi million dollar situation. I hope Lev Bell is smart enough not to bring marijuana and another positive test and suspension into the mix. Uh, I just don't think, uh, perhaps he is that dumb, but but I would think that given the stakes, the people around him, like Wiz Khalifa, uh, you know what, it's tough to say out loud. Maybe it is a factor, but for the purpose of this conversation, I'm assuming not. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Got a lot of crazy stuff to talk about today. For example, did you know Jack Cam is now a drug dealer? We'll talk about that in a few moments, 105.9.
And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, what's up? Super genius, how are you? Terrific. Is porn stars practice? Nope, they never have sex unless it's on video. The X at 105.9. Here's more Marquise Ponce about Le'Veon Bell. Quote, obviously it's Le'Veon over the Steelers, and we are the Steelers. At this point, it's bigger than business. Now that it's game time and you have $14 million looming out there, and your team really wants you here, at this point we have Connor, unquote. That's kind of a shot at Connor, although I don't think Ponce intended it to be. So you have, you have Ponce saying that today. You had Foster yesterday saying that Bell needs to be all in on winning a Super Bowl. By way of response to both Foster and Pouncey, you're not going to like this. They won't like this. Those two need to just shut up and block for whoever's out there behind them because this is none of their business. Okay? It's Le'Veon Bell trying to maximize what he earns. It's his life. It's his career. It's his decision. And while it's not what I would do, Marquise Ponce and Ramon Foster have nothing to do with it. And furthermore, they're just defensive linemen. And the kind of money they make, it just isn't comparable. They can't imagine this situation. So I respect both those guys and their great offensive linemen. But Donnie, you're out of your elements. Okay, I think we got the Ponce soundbite. It's on Twitter. Here's, here's what Ponce said uh, just moments ago in the Steelers locker room. Season and campus for business and then OTAs, the preseason, all that. But now when it's game time and you know that you have $14 million looming out there and you're still not hearing the team really wants you here at this point, we got Connor. Do you feel like this could have been avoided, like you said, Le'Veon over the Steelers? Do you think this could have been avoided if he was up front advance and saying, look, I'm not going to come in if you franchise me, period? It's always better to, to speak your own opinions about things. And obviously, when you don't say nothing at all, people have judgment and rightfully so. Marquise, when you say now it's bigger than business, can you clarify that on a little bit? Well, because the business part was our, I get, I get it. You know, you're a little mad they didn't get things done. Uh, I mean, all of us at some point would be hurt in, in that situation, but now that it's game day, we have a game this Sunday, now we're all the way into the game plan as the Wednesday practice goes and all. And you're still not here, then it's bigger than business. You know? what do you see? Look, just block. That's my advice to Marquise Ponce, just block. I understand his frustration. But he's not there. And, and, you know, all we hear, and we heard it from Tomlin yesterday, we're concerned about who is here. Sounds to me like they're awful concerned about who isn't. No Quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. It, it is too, too funny. First they said Bell would be there Monday. Then they said Bell would be there today. Now, some say that Bell will be there Friday or Saturday, but I suspect that any notion of that is is quickly dying. Uh, nobody has talked to Bell, so it's just conjecture. The situation looks like what it looks like, and what it looks like is week 11. And Bell's agent, as we heard, is speaking that language as well. In more important news, the Purge TV series premiered last night on the USA Network, and I thought it was very good. It set up a lot of interesting storylines moving forward. It obviously doesn't have the unmitigated gore and violence of the movies. But that scene at the end, the giving, 
is graphic without being graphic. Lots of shadows. It's the right way to do a gangbang axe murder on cable TV. So I liked it. That, that's the big twist so far. Uh, the, the big twist in the premiere is there's a cult where somebody called the good leader recruits people to volunteer to be killed on purge night. The giving. They participate in the giving and then they move into the invisible. They're free of the pain of this world. Tell you what, I, I think I could use a good giving myself. Uh, I, I teased this before. Did you know Jack Ham is now a pot dealer? It's true. Jack Ham sells pot. He owns a medical marijuana farm in Green County. First the bump fighting, and now this. Jack Ham didn't die for your sins. He's profiting off them. Oh, Jeremy Fowler just tweeted, Some players belt, felt Bell played peekaboo by not committing to absence earlier. Again, it's not their business. Le'Veon Bell's career is on the line, and he's deciding what's best for him, and I don't think he has to run all that past every single person who plays for the Steelers. It does show how false the cliche is. Oh, we just worried about who's here. My advice to these guys is worry about who's there. James Conner's going to play Sunday. Make the best of it. Uh, a bunch of penguins showed up to skate at Cranberry today. 14 to be exact. I think they were all centers. So uh, we're getting closer. Uh, I'm uncomfortable just talking about this. Jose Abreu of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, twisted his testicle. There's some technical term for it, but what he did was he twisted his testicle and the doctors had to work hard to save it. It really does make me uncomfortable just to talk about it. Uh, the Pirates got a good crowd last night, 8,800. What a great baseball time this is. Today is National Cheese Pizza Day. No toppings. I like it. There's something organic and pure about a plain old cheese pizza. A big one. Okay, the sound is just pouring out of the Steelers' locker room. Ramon Foster said, what do you do? Here's a guy who doesn't give a damn, I guess, so we'll treat it as such. I just hate a came to this. The fading guard telling the young running back how he should negotiate his future. That's the reality of what Ramon Foster's doing. And, and I hate that it's come to this myself because I'm like dissing Foster, I'm dissing Ponzi, two guys I really like and respect, but uh, I don't get how it was nobody's business till today. Am I right? Nobody talked about, oh, that's Lev's dealing. You know what I mean? Until today, and now suddenly it's everybody's business and they're pissed off. I mean, I get why they're pissed off. I just don't know that they should verbalize it. And what this tells me is that if Lev Bell does wait till week 12 to report, he may not exactly be greeted by open arms. But that's what they said about Journey. Uh, John Clayton, here's some big news actually. John Clayton is going to be writing a football column for the Washington Post. 
That's terrific news. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. And we're going to have the professor on real soon to talk about it. Oh, I got to I gotta uh, read this with uh, Josh Yoey tweeted. He was at Penguins, uh, the informal practice today. And everyone was really upbeat about the summer. Except he said Sid's still pissed about not winning the cup. And was talking about having something to prove. Sid's one of the five. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. I hope Sid's listening. Because... He does. He makes me laugh. Uh, Sid's one of the top five players of all time. He has three cups, and he's talking about something to prove. It's why he's one of the top five players of all time. It's also why he's nuts. But I love him. I do. Uh, Here's something I don't get. Foster said, right now we're dealing with the aspect, do you want to do it for us, or do you really want to wait it out? Ponce offered him to come in and still nothing, unquote. What does that mean, Ponce offered him to come in? He knows the Steelers all want him to come in. But next year, they're not his teammates anymore. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Up next, the already wildly popular Fairies Wear Boots segment. We're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell. When he gets to Pittsburgh, if he might pull a Kawhi. We got Luke Patience and Chris on hold. It is just burning up today. The city's ablaze, the town is on fire. All I hear 1059 the X.